Hello. This is much scarier than I thought it would be. Um, I guess we'll just start off by praying. Lord, uh, please do as much as you can to help me use your words and not my own. And calm my heart and let me speak for you. And open the hearts of everyone here today so they can hear what I have to say. Thank you, Lord. Um, you can hear it in my voice, can't you? Was, <laughs> I guess I just want to start off with, um, we're going to be talking about Genesis 1 and creation. Because a lot of the time, we we know what happened, we know what was created, but we, we forget how amazing it is. And so I want to start off just by uh, what it says before creation. And in John 1, 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was nothing, was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Hello. Uh, I thought I turned off there for a second. So, before creation, there was God, and there was the Word. And the Word was God. There was Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and all of them were God together. Um, and now we're going to go into Genesis. The first things that he created was the heavens and the earth. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. The darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. This is the beginning of everything that he created for us. He didn't create it for the donkeys. He didn't create it for the lizards. It, it was all for us. And let me just say how amazing this is because the earth was formless and without void, but even the earth being with form, it's just this sphere floating in, well, the scientists want to say it's nothingness, but we know that God is everywhere, so essentially we are a floating sphere floating in God. We are in him always. The next verse, 3 through 4, is, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. I'm just going to tell you how amazing this is. Light travels 186,000 miles a second. That's incredible. Um, the fastest a human has ever been able to travel is an, an SR-71 Blackbird, and it goes 0 0.65796 miles per second. 
That's not even a mile. God created something traveling 186,000 miles a second. Every second, light will travel around the earth seven and a half times. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get to that back door within like five seconds. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Genesis 1, 5. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. So he's created day for us. He's created... He's created day so that we can see. And I know that doesn't seem like much, but... Imagine living in the darkness. There, just imagine. I can't say anything more than just living in the darkness would be the most fearful thing you could imagine. You can't see things. You're feeling things. You have no idea what they are. Genesis 1, 6 through 8. And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the water waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. Uh, sorry. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. So he's created the atmosphere. Which essentially is one of the reasons we can even be alive. Uh, without the atmosphere, we wouldn't breathe. I, I'm Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we'd shrivel up. And, I mean, <laughs> uh, let's go on to Genesis 1, 9 through 10. Um, and God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good. So, he's already created the earth, and now he's formed it into the dry land, which gives us the ability to walk around, walk around and talk with others and do what we need to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And he's created the seas. Um, I can't say much more than just we need water. To, in order to live, we need water. And God gave it to us. Uh, the next thing, which I find insane, is Genesis 1, 11 through 12. He says, And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit, bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kind, and trees bearing fruit, and which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. This is the first life that he created. And I would like to see someone try to create life. 
as much as it doesn't seem amazing because we see it every day we see the trees we see the flowers and it just it gets so we get so used to it but there's so much beauty in it there's it's got billions of cells making this immaculate system to create life and he's already given he does it in an order for a reason he's given us light he's given us water the two things that plants need to exist it's, it's amazing there are 307,000 species of plants on the earth every year they're finding so much that they have no idea how how many there are they they're finding uh, I can't remember what I saw but it's like thousands every year they're finding we've been on the earth 6,000 years and we're still finding new plants it's it's amazing um, Genesis 1 13 through 19 and there was, oh sorry, 14 through 19. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth to rule over the day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness and God saw that it was good and there was evening and there was morning the fourth day there is no other reason that he put lights in the sky other than for us because it says right here he's, he's created it for days and for years there is no animal that has a calendar in their nest. It, it's, it's completely and wholly for us. Um, Genesis 1, 20 through 25, the next thing he creates is creatures. He said, and God said, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens so God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was good and God blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let birds multiply on earth and there was evening and there was morning the fifth He stepped it up from the plants. He's <laughs> we have things now that are roaming around. He created the plants first because the animals need the plants to survive. The, it's He created everything in this order for a reason. It's because the next thing couldn't have survived without the last. And I want you to realize too is that the first thing was God and the second thing and the thing after that and the thing after that could not have happened without God <laughs> Genesis 1 
Genesis 1:26 through 31. Then God said, Let us make man in our own image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, and he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth. And every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. I don't know if you've noticed, but we are a miracle. It's... I'm just going to spit facts because I don't even know how to explain it. There are over 10 trillion cells in our body. There are 640 muscles, 206 bones, and 76 organs just so we can live. These, the organs themselves you can see God's work in it. I'm, your lungs receive the oxygen, pump it into your blood. Your heart pumps your blood throughout your entire body. Your stomach digests the nutrients that your body needs to stay alive. Your eyes, your eyes are amazing. You realize that it's picking up wavelengths? You can't, it doesn't even make sense. And God's created this this intricate mechanism to pick that up. It's, it's truly amazing. There's no other way to describe it. Only God can see how to do something like that. It's in your brain. Of course, the brain is incredible. It's got 10 billion nerve cells which have over 60 trillion connections. That, that is a lot. It's, you have, scientists say there are six basic emotions. And I can't think of them off the top of my head, but it's probably like anger, or sadness, happiness, and whatever. But I'm going to tell you that your emotions are infinite. Because your emotion is different for every single situation you come across. And God did that for a reason. He's, he's created these emotions so that we can feel, we can understand what's going on, we know how to respond to it. If you do something bad, you're going to feel guilty, so you know that what you did was bad. It's, I can't think of a word for it. It's, it's just the structure. We, we are made in the likeness of God. Which means that 
which he will never do, but if God sinned, he would feel just as guilty as we do. Actually, more guilty, because he's God. He's, he's got the same joy, just times a million, a trillion. He's, he's got the goodness, the love, and the heart. You realize that we've probably sinned like a, a million times within our lifespan. And God loves you. The God who is good, who has never wronged in his entire life. The God that creates all this, things that are impossible. And he loves us. A, a tiny little speck of nothingness. And I want you to understand, I don't want you to think in your head, oh, he's wrong, I'm something. We're nothing. We're on this ball, a trillionth of the size. And the earth is like a trillionth of the size of the sun. The sun is the trillionth of the size of the biggest known star. And the heavens spread farther than we can see. We have no idea what's out there. It's, it's ginormous. It's, it's God. It's, everything is in God. I want to go to... Isaiah 40, 28. If I can get that. Isaiah 40, 28. Have you not known, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. His understanding is unsearchable. I want someone to try to create a new color. And I think that's the best way you'll understand what this means. You can't do it. You can't create something that doesn't exist. But God can. He, his understanding is unsearchable. He there's a reason why the verses say to praise God, to sing to Him all the earth. It's because He deserves it. He, he is deserving of so much more that we can ever give. I would like to go to Psalm 8, 3 through 4 now. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of God that you care for him. Man has always and will forever be sinful. It's, we have a tendency for sin because we're not God. We're we can't. We'll never be God. God is the only one that stays perfect and true. And so, on Adam and Eve, when they ate the fruit, I can guarantee you every single one of us would have done the same thing. If someone has not sinned yet, then you're the same as Adam and Eve. Sin was destined for man from for creation. That is why the Word was with God. This is the Word. He's, he already knew everything. 
that was going to happen. He knew that no matter if it was Adam, Alex, Bob, it doesn't matter, they were going to sin. But look at what he's done for us. Even knowing that we were going to be sinful, knowing that we were going to turn our backs on someone who will love us forever and has never done anything bad to us. He knew we were going to turn our backs. He did so much for us, but there's three things that I really, really want you to understand that he did for us. First off, he came in the form of a man because sin, every sin results in some kind of death. Every sin. And so, for the people that were sinning and sinning, they're they had nothing else to do but to die. There was, there was no Savior. There was nothing. Nothing could take that penalty of death. Someone had to die, and it was God. God created. God came in flesh and died for us to take that penalty of death upon himself as the perfect sacrifice. Undeserved. <laughs> I don't know how else to go about this. He's he's done everything for us, and we still turn away. And he's amazing in every single possible way. Second thing that he's done, and he was doing it even before Jesus died on the cross. He created the body. The Word was God. He gave us Him. He's given us Him in the form of a book where we can read and just understand it. He's given us elders and deacons that understand things that we might not understand. He's given us people to reach out to and ask questions to. He's given us Him. He's Prayer, it's... Ask and you shall receive. He's, he has the plan for your life. You just have to listen to him. Put all your worries into him, all your fears into him, everything. He will take pain away from you. The third thing that he created, which so undeserving of his eternal life. He's given us the ability to be with him forever. Infinite time with our God, the one who creates things that have never existed. I don't know what heaven's going to be like, but I can tell you it's it is going to be truly amazing. It's 
we're here on Earth, and as amazing as Earth is now, with things sprouting up from the ground, creatures running around, making new creatures, even us, he's given us the ability to reproduce. I mean, two cells make a living being. How a living being and a soul, another soul that has the chance to spend eternity with him. Eternal life. Heaven with God. How amazing. The last thing that I wanted to say, which I wasn't really sure if I was going to be able to get into it, but it seems pretty appropriate. It seems... It seems like the thing that I should be saying. And now that I've told you, and you've known this before I've told you, how, how amazing God, he's created the heavens, the earth, light, day and night, atmosphere, dry land and seas, vegetation, creatures and man, eternal life. He's, he's created everything. Why are we not? telling people? Why are we not shouting this from the rooftops? Do not take this lightly. Your words could be what's keeping someone from going to hell. To spending their eternal life in pain and suffering, fire, Every sin possible known to man, it's, it's all trapped in hell. And we are what is going to keep people from going there. And there, me, myself, I, I have a hard time with this. And it's just, I imagine for most people, it's just because oh, I, don't, I don't want them to think I'm weird. I don't... I don't want them to think I'm some crazy person talking about some weird God that's in the sky creating crap. But it's, it's, <laughs> someone, someone that doesn't understand the full grasp of this, even we don't understand, but someone that hasn't even read Genesis 1, hasn't spoken to someone about God, when we come up to them and we start talking about it, it's, it seems almost crazy. Like, you have this lunatic coming up to you, but we are to act like God when we tell them about this. They see our love, our passion for what we're talking about. They see how we want them to know this. This isn't something, oh, take it or leave it. We want them, we need them to have this because we know where they're going if they don't. And we know where they're going if they do. I want every single person to be with me. I want every single person to be with me, to be with God, to be with their family. I want everyone together. Praise the name of the Lord in heaven. Praise the name of the Lord in church, out on the streets, 
in school, in your work. I don't care. Just praise the name of the Lord. He is our Savior. He saves us from everything. He takes your pain and puts it upon Himself. Spread the word, please. Spread it. Because not only will they be going to hell, their life on earth is crap. My life on earth has been crap before I've known the word. Each and every one of us, our life has been crap before we knew the Lord. That itself should show you how amazing the Lord is. Knowing that before I knew him, everything just sucked. I'm telling you truth. I'm not going to stand up here and... I have social anxiety. I have a terrible time talking in front of people. I am I am so overwhelmed. But God gives us the strength. I talk in class and my heart's racing. I'm sweating. Words won't come out because my voice is cracking. And I come here today in front of five times the people I've spoken to you today. And I can talk to you. God gives you the strength. And everything that you do, you just have to call upon Him. Our God is the Creator. Our Father. We are His children. Just like your children, you're the Father of your children because you created them. God is the Father of everything. I really just need to stress the point of sharing. Because I could spend an hour, two hours, the rest of my life standing right here telling you why we need to tell people about God. Save your brothers, save your sisters through Christ. Let them know God. Make sure that they have you. Make sure that no matter what they're going through, they have someone in Christ to be able to talk to, to be able to learn more about Him, because without Him, there is hell. Hell! The word hell is bitter. It's, it's death. It's death. Remember Remember the only thing that gives us life. Remember where we're going if we stay true, if we do everything we can to learn about this. Remember where it's taking you. 
Remember who it's taking you to. In everything that you do, remember this. Remember when you're telling someone about Christ, remember where they're going. If they accept this, if they listen to your words and say, hey, this guy might be on to something. Remember what you're doing it for, who you're doing it for. God will save us all. He will save us all if we say, no, I, I don't want my sin. I don't want this. I want you, Lord. I want to be with you. I want everyone to be with you. I want to learn about you. I want to know your words. I want to take this upon myself to spread the word to every single person that I know because every single person I want to live. I want to have life eternally. For the rest of my life, the rest of my days, the rest of my years, I want to be with you, Lord, and I want everyone to be with you. Lord God. Lord God in heaven. Lord God Almighty. Let these people, let me, let everyone know that you are Lord. Let, let them know what you have created. Let them see that this is the only way to life. Let them know that where they're going if they don't listen to you, don't follow you. The burning, the pain, don't let them go there. God, Lord, oh my goodness, please. Please, Lord. Lord God. You are my Father. You are our Father. Open the hearts of everyone today. Not just the congregation. Let the hearts open the word, the world. Let let them know who you are. Let your followers leave a band and let let them let them just say, I don't care. I I want people to know this. I don't care what people will think. I want people to know this. Let let people go out into the world from here and speak about you, Lord. Lord let let them, let them have eternal life. Show them the way. In Jesus' name.